Hello guys and thank you for listening or watching another episode of Live Free Podcast where I talk about living that life of freedom, that life of rest, and that life of of an expansion in Christ Jesus. Happy Sunday. I am thankful and grateful to God for another Sunday, another day. Um, I have a beautiful word from the Lord today. I have a few words of the Lord, but I'm going to do it in two separate videos um, as I believe he wants me to record these separately. Um, so as you can see from the thumbnail, um, God is really pressing in and honing in on his sheep. He truly, he truly wants his sheep to follow him, not be deceived and to go forth in the power of his might and his strength. There's so many things that are happening in the world that are happening in people's lives that are going on. And unless we have the true knowledge and the wisdom of God, that's the way it was designed. God does not want you to be set up for failure. He does not want you to be deceived. And I know it sounds like a broken record that this is my, but this is my assignment. This is my assignment. Um, I know my assignment. And so God really the heart of God really wants his people back. He doesn't want them following religion. He doesn't want us, I should say us. He doesn't want us being deceived. He wants us to have a personal relationship with him. He does not want us to have a personal religion with him. And so I'm going to be talking about the title today is going to be called allow jesus to truly shepherd you allow jesus to truly shepherd you (sighs) the bible says god will send you men and women after his own heart the bible says my sheep know my voice they hear my voice and they follow me so this um this this word today is going to be about allowing jesus to truly shepherd you And so this was a phrase that I heard the Holy Spirit say while I was writing this um, down, you know, when he was giving it to me. This is something that I heard the Holy Spirit say. He said, you are not going to hell because you are not a part of a church, but you are going to hell if you don't have Jesus. I'm going to say that again. You are not going to hell because you are not a part of a church. But you are going to hell if you are not a part of Jesus or don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is a profound and a uh, very impactful statement that I heard. Because a lot of times when you're talking to people about the gospel of Jesus Christ and you're just ministering to them about Jesus, the first thing that they'll correlate Jesus with is a church. Now that's not that's not a bad thing, but God wants us to have him outside of church, outside of socialism, outside of that connection because if you associate Jesus with a church and the church that you're in is full of demonic witchcraft or it doesn't operate in the power of the Holy Spirit, then if you ever leave that church that you're connected with, you're going to leave God altogether. 
So God wants his people to be solely connected to him first and foremost. And this is the way he put it. He said, let that sink in, right? The Holy Spirit, the anointing will teach you is what the word says. These are the people, this word is for the people that constantly uh, think that they, if they're not a part of the church, then they're not saved. Then they're not um, then they don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And on contrary to popular belief that what a lot of preachers do preach, they preach, oh, you don't need to be the long ranger. You don't need to be out here. You need to be a part of a community or a church. You need to be a part. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with those statements. But if the person that they're talking to don't know Jesus, then they'll assume that every church that says Jesus is really him. But I'm here today to set the record straight and to let you know that the Bible says it's another uh, spirit of another Jesus that they teach. Everybody that says, Lord, Lord, is not entering the kingdom of heaven. So there's a strategy that the Holy Spirit wants to give. And there's a way the Bible says that seems right to man, but in the end, there is death. Proverbs 16, you can think you have something and sometimes you really don't have it because you're connected with a group or a, a body of believers that are operating in the spirit of religion or they're operating in a carnality in the world's way. So the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the Bible says, will teach you. This is why when I first got saved, God began to give me him even though I did join a church, but the relationship with Jesus was solid. That means that I was eating, drinking and sleeping the word of God. And so when you know God's word, you don't follow a stranger. And if you know God's word and you're sitting in the place that was following God at, at a particular time, and then the, 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 the people turned away, you're not still sitting there being deceived because you know that you have the God on the inside of you, the word of God on the inside of you, so that when you see something that looks off or skewed or something that is not in alignment with the word of God, you will know to leave. And you will also know that God has not given us a spirit of fear because as a lot of uh, leaders like to teach that if you leave the church, something bad is gonna happen to you because you're only supposed to be tied to their ministry, but the devil is a liar. You are supposed to go as a believer as the spirit leads us. That's where we'll go. So the Bible says that we are led by the spirit of God. Those that are led by the spirit of God are called the sons of God. So the Holy Spirit says the anointing will teach you. That means that God, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you is going to teach you everything you need to know about Jesus. And not that other Jesus that they're teaching that, 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 that compromising in that lukewarm church. Because a lot of times you have esteemed the people or the leaders so high that if they say something, it has a detrimental impact on your spiritual walk. But if you're tied up in the, in the real Jesus, if you have a personal relationship with God and, and Sunday is not the only day that you're seeking him, that you're praying, that you're reading your Bible, then God is going to lead you and guide you in all truth, the Bible says. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And it says in 1 John 2 and 27, it says it like this. As for you, the anointing, which means the special gift 
the preparation which you receive from him remains um, permanently in you and you have no need for anyone to teach you. This is the word of God saying this. First John 2 and 27. And then it goes on to say, but just as he, as his anointing teaches you, that means giving you insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things and is true and is not a lie. And just as his anointing has taught you, you must remain in him, being rooted in him and uh, knitted unto him. So God is saying in 1 John 2 and 27 that the anointing is going to teach you. Now, he'll also use leaders, people, places, and things to teach you as well. But the ultimate relationship God is seeking here is an intimacy with him. That way, if something does happen or if you're, you are led astray or somebody is deceiving you, you will know God for yourself. So this is not a, a message on banning the church or not going to church. That's not what we're saying. Let me go a step further as to what the Holy Spirit will have me uh, right here. He says, are you going to run after ministries? Are you going to run after gifts, people, or are you going to run after Jesus? My God. And allow him to put you where he wants you to be. So this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. He said, if you fall, if the church falls, then you won't fall with the church because sometimes we can start out doing the right thing as leaders and pastors and bishops and elders and deacons and all the titles. We can start out doing things the right way, but then get off track and the church begin to take a nosedive. And then you have the compromising and the lukewarm is what the Bible talks about in the book of Revelations when he begins to talk about the seven churches. So, if you run after him and you have a close relationship with Jesus, then you can still be led by the spirit of God and not by obligation. Obligation will have you to miss God. Sometimes we feel more obligated to the ministry than we do to the Holy Spirit. So if you fall out with the church, you still have God. And that's what's the most important thing God says. So I had, uh, he said, tell the story about your um, being on the hunt for a church. I went through a season where I um, was, you know, in church and, and ordained and all this. And I went through that season where, you know, I was serving in the church, cleaning, just whatever they needed me to do. I did it, right? And so when I got separated me from the ministry and he pulled me away from it because, again, the leadership, something's changed and God and my and God was pulling me away from that so that I didn't fall prey to that whole thing. And of course, I was hurting the process because I really when I go in, I go all in. Right. And I really had a heart for God and really wanted to do the right thing. And 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 in that hunt, in that separation from the church, God began to draw me even the more into himself. He began to draw me into himself where I live, breathe the scriptures of God, even outside of not having a church. But in that process, I was still looking for a church, looking to the point where I would go into some churches to visit because I just felt like I got to be a part of ministry. I got to be a part of ministry. I, you know, I don't want to be outside of God's will. I don't want to do this and I don't want to do it. And so on my uh, quest to find a church, God allowed me to go to all these different churches. 
And so finally, it was one church I walked in. They, It was like I was invisible. <laughs> like nobody said nothing to me when I came and when I left. It was like I was not even sitting there. And then I went on this quest to, uh, I visited so many churches because I wanted that connection. I wanted that community. But what I didn't realize God was doing was he was drawing me into himself. And so I didn't stop the connection with God. And I can remember my son, he was young at the time and he was saying, mom, so we leaving, leaving, um, we, we're going to leave God. I said, baby, we leaving the church. We're never leaving God. And so having that relationship with God, still seeing me pray, still seeing me read my Bible, still seeing me minister to people. That is what God wants more than anything. He doesn't want us to be so connected to a thing that he can't, he can't even get through to us. And this is why a lot of people fall and walk off the ledge and they are deceived and they drink in the Kool-Aid because they're so connected to the people and the ministry that they they don't even spend time with God. They don't even have a relationship with God. So the Holy Spirit says, tell them about your story. So I'm on the quest, I'm on the quest, and I'm on the quest. And to finally, it's like something hit me upside the head after time and time. And I don't even know how long this went on, to be honest with you. I went to different states looking for different church. I mean, it was I was all over the place. And God says to me, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> I'm here to tell you, Jesus is saying today, let him shepherd you. And what that what does that look like? Let me make this clear. That does not this I am not saying negate a church. I'm not saying that. Because there's nothing more beautiful than a church that is after the pastor that is after God's own heart and a church we're not saying it's uh, every church is perfect because no none of us are perfect. Then none of us would be in there if it was perfect because we're all flawed. But what I am saying is allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you into that church. Because if they, if God leads you in there, then there's a purpose for you being there. Even if it doesn't mean that you're going to stay in forever and ever until Jesus comes back. So allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into the place. Pray about that. Seek God's face. Fast about it. This is your spiritual life we're talking about. Don't take this lightly. Don't just go into any place because it has the name Jesus on it. Because I'm here to tell you that every church that has the name Jesus on it is not following the Jesus of the Bible. So make sure God is leading you. So God wants us connected to the other believers. There's nothing wrong with that. The Bible says, forsake not yourselves to assemble, but don't get that twisted and get caught up in the fact that I'm not assembling because I'm not at the church because God may have you to assemble in a coffee shop. He may have you to assemble in your home. He may have you to assemble on YouTube. He may have you to assemble via online. You know, it's funny to me that when I hear pastors talking about, oh, you need to be a part of a church. Oh, you need to be a part of this. You need to do this. But that never stops them from soliciting online members. How much sense did that even make? So out of one breath, you're saying be a part of a church. But in the other breath, you're you're seeing that now God is moving the church to, you know, sometimes some of it is being online now. And now you want those people too. But wait a minute. I thought you said that we needed to be in a building because they know in their heart of hearts that the church is in you. The Bible says the kingdom of God is in you. So that means that wherever you step your feet on the scene, whether it's at your job, in your business, whether it's in the mall, whether it's in the dentist's office, whether it's in the doctor's office, whether it is in Target. Come on, I'm, I was in Target praying over somebody. 
binding the devil, praying over a total stranger. Wherever you step on the scene, the kingdom of God is in you. That means the kingdom of God is present. Ministry is wherever God sends you. You can be a missionary in the field. You can be anywhere that God sends you. I've done ministry on the train. I've done ministry in, in, oh my gosh, on the job. I'm doing it right now. Like you can minister anywhere. If the kingdom of God is in you, it's not about a building. It's about your temple. Your temple is the Holy Spirit. Now, when we assemble with other believers, we are growing we are spiritually maturing when we are in church. We are sharpening our gifts that God has given us. God sometimes gives the leaders insight and wisdom into your life that they are able to speak into your life and direct you and lead you and guide you where you need to be. So I'm not negating the fact that church is important and assembling with other believers is paramount. But I'm also saying that Jesus should take um, first place. He should be above all of that. Because if you don't have Jesus and if you have not taken the time to sit in the counsel of the Lord and to seek the Lord's face, then you really don't have anything to give anyone else. God, you're, God is only going to, you're only going to go so far with that leader. God is looking for your allegiance to be to him first and foremost. So that if he tell you, hey, your assignment's up, it's time to move and go here, that you're more tied to him and you're going to listen to him before you listen to a person that tells you something's going to happen to you if you leave this church. Y'all going to be cursed if you don't tithe. That is not of God. That is not of God. And I did a teaching on tithing. Tithing is of the Old Testament. I'm going to say it again. You better seek God about things because the New Testament, we're not under the law. That means that we're led by the spirit of God. That means whatever God tells you to give, you give. Whatever he tells you to sow, you sow. And knowing that you don't own anything, that you are a steward of what he gives you. Your kids don't even belong to you. They are from God. They, they came from him and they will go back to him. But while you're on earth, you're called to steward and parent those children. But this is the stuff nobody wants to talk about because they're so tied to money. They can't seem to, to separate or hear God for what he's really saying. I cannot tell you prominent people that are anointed preachers being under the curse for not tithing. I can name some people right now where you will fall out your chair. It doesn't mean they're not saved. It just means that in that area of their life, they don't have a revelation. And that revelation is only going to come to he who has an ear to hear. But if you're more tied to the money than you are to Jesus and, the, and what he's really saying, then, you know, sometimes all people can see is how they're going to pay their bills. And that's the way they, you know, they are functioning. Now, it doesn't make them bad people. It just means that that area of that life that they, they haven't gotten that gotten free in. So... God is saying he wants us connected to other believers of the church, but not at the expense of being stagnated, deceived, or abused. He wants you to have a shepherds that are after his heart, he says. And more importantly, does it align with the word of God or your 
God-given purpose because just because it's a great church doesn't mean that it's the purpose of God for you is in that church. I'm going to tell you what I, I prophetically heard when I was in this church. They said God has called you to a prophetic deliverance ministry and you can't just sit under any ministry to sharpen or to grow in that gift. It has to be a prophetic deliverance ministry that you sit under. So just because it's a good church and a great pastor it doesn't align with God's purpose and his will for your life. Everybody has a different assignment. Everybody has a different path. This is why you can't lump it all together. And that's why you got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. And a lot of people are sitting under pastors and preachers that are not called to shepherd them. Oh, I didn't have this in my notes. But I'm telling you by the Holy Spirit, some people are sitting on places that God has not told them to sit in, that they are supposed to be in other ministries, maybe even in other states. <clears throat> okay, so his heart, he wants shepherds after his heart. Does it align with the word or your God-given purpose? The type of church is important to your God-given purpose, growth and development, he says. It has to align with what he has called you to do. Not what everybody else is doing. Sometimes that simply means calling you unto himself for a season. To grow, to learn without the contamination or the influence of other people. This is powerful, guys. So God says, allow him to shepherd you. He's not chopped liver. He's God. He can shepherd you. He does put people in place to do those things. But sometimes for a season, he will call you unto himself. Sometimes God just wants to grow you and mature you. And sometimes, I said this before, you will never absurd authority. God will never go around authority. So whatever you submit to, you become subject to. So if you under a leadership, that leader just say you're growing spiritually even further than that leader is growing. Well, guess what? You're not going any further until you get where God wants you to be. Because God never goes around leadership. He, he, he created order. He created authority. He was under authority when he came to earth. And when I say that, I mean the laws of the land. He still abided by the laws of the land when he, came, he paid his temple tax. See how it works? He will never put something in place and then defy it or go around it so god under he created order he put order in the church so he's never gonna go around that order this is why he either he's either gonna grow that leader or advance that leader or he's going to remove you if you're growing exponentially and god will never punish you or make you uh sit in a place where you're not growing if you're thirsting and hunger, hungering, which is what I was doing, which is why he moved me to another church. I was thirsting and hungering for what the gifts and the prophetic thing. And that wasn't happening in one of the churches I was in. So he moved me to another church. I'm telling you, if you're thirsting and hunger for righteousness, God said you shall be filled. He is not going to uh, not fill you if you're thirsty, thirsting and hungering for his righteousness. Because evidently that thirst and hunger is coming because he has something for you to do. Greater works than these shall you do. And I'm telling you right now, miracle signs and wonders have to be prevalent in that church. It has to be. 
That's a part of the work of the Holy Spirit. Or the pastor has to be open to it. You better hear what I'm saying. So God is saying, this is a quick word. He's just saying, let him shepherd you. Let him lead you and guide you into all truth. If you hear nothing, you do nothing. So what if I don't hear God and I pray? Then baby, sit still. Because the worst thing you can do is swap the witch for the devil. It's to run up in a place because you think it's a good place to be because you think it's this and you think it's that and your friends go here and it's a lot of activities for my kids to do with this church. Oh, come on. I'm talking to somebody. You better sit still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. Let God lead you. He won't leave you or forsake you. Whatever the Holy Spirit does is perfect. It's sure. And you can take it to the bank, baby. That is the word of the Lord for today, guys. I hope you guys are having a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if this has been a blessing to you, please share the video or just like so that we can get it in the algorithm. But until the next time, I will see you in the next video. Bye, loves.